Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Snoop with a shot, rebound, scores. She pits out. Lady score! Oh, Hassan Meyer! Tall for Stutzla! Ty How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Zoobcast. It's been a while for the Zoobcast, eh? We were just talking about that. Like, feel like, feel like we haven't recorded in a bit. But we're alive, we promise. We're still here. Me, Louie, and Josh are all here today. Uh, and uh, we're going to get our, our main thing today, because we're coming up. Like, it's September, we're recording this on September 20th. Like, the hockey season is right around the corner. Tra- training uh, camp has begun. Like Yeah, training camp started today. The rosters are out. The Sens have been putting out some great stuff. We got a Zoob, oh, Zoob. sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, that just fired me right up. The Zoob sunglasses. That was just awesome. Uh, but, uh, we got some good content. Like, this, the boys are in town. It's, it's just an exciting time. And with the season coming up soon, uh, we are going to revisit... Most of you probably forgot because I kind of also forgot until a couple weeks ago that we did over under predictions for last season on a uh, on a slew of different stats and different feats. Uh, I would set an over under and then Louie and Josh would decide are they taking the over or are they taking the under and then we kind of just waited for the year to play out. The year played out. We still haven't gotten back to them yet. Uh, so we're going to go over that and we are going to set new over unders uh, for this upcoming season. And uh, we're going to do all that on this episode of the Zoobcast. So if we have time, we will talk about other things because there are other things going on. Uh, one thing that we can say right now, Shane Pinto, as of when we are recording this, is unsigned. But Frank Pinto... Let's, let's mark believes, the timing. Yeah, 555. 555 right now. And we've predicted, yeah. let's say we finish recording a bit after 6.30, we've predicted he will be signing by within half an hour of it ending. So yeah. if it comes out we have the Pinto signed by, let's say 7.30 p.m. on... September yeah. 20th, we have magical powers. We have magical powers, and this, yeah, this will be documented. It is five, it just turned 5.56 p.m., so that's your benchmark. Nope, for, it's uh, still 5.55. You're not on my Dell computer. 5.56. Well, my Apple computer, now, there you go, it's 5.56. There we go. Okay, well, yeah. clearly, I'm yeah. just ahead of the game, Apple clearly. is more accurate. Uh, okay, so yeah, but Frank Pinto's dad, or sorry, Shane Pinto's dad, Frank Pinto, <laughs> tweeted... Go sends go like five minutes ago, so I'm thinking that they're buzzing. I feel like that's gonna get done. What, what did Frank Pinto's dad tweet, or is he exclusively? I don't, on I don't Facebook? know, man. I, I he probably tweeted go sends go sends go. I don't know. He tweeted something. Maybe he was tweeting about the Zoob sunglasses picture. Everyone's tweeting about that, but remains to be seen. Anyway, we're gonna get into these over unders. So let's do it. So last year, the 2022-23 season, I gave the boys 12 over-unders if you want to be specific it was 11 and a bonus and i'm just gonna say that because the bonus might be important here for this one but louis and josh do not know 
uh, who won. All that I've told them is that one of them has won, and uh, they won by one point. So we don't know who it is yet. So we're going to reveal all the answers right now. So the first over-under from last year was Tim Stutzla assists, which I set at 48.5. The actual number of assists that Tim Stutzla got was 51. So he hit the over, and Louie and Josh, you both took the over on that. So that is a point for each of you. That's a good start. Uh, go. Good start for the boys. Uh, the next the next one didn't really go as well uh, because oh, it was gosh. Alex Debrinkit goals, and I set that one, which at the time was very reasonable at 40.5. Alex oh, Debrinkit did not get 40, did not get over 40 goals. He got 27. Uh, Josh, you picked the under. Louis, you smashed the over. I remember this now that I'm looking at it. Oh. You were very yeah. confident about that over. So as of two 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 picks in here, it's, it is two to one, two to one for Josh. That's tragic. Uh, yeah, it's a tough one. Next, next was Brandstrom games played, and I set the over under at sixty point five, and the actual number was seventy four. Both of you guys took the over. Both of you guys got that one right. So it's still three. Josh still up by one. It's still three to two, three to two. Josh. Uh, the yep. next one was sellouts at the Canadian Tire Center. Now. I will oh, say, yeah. going about calculating this, so I looked up this the CTC max capacity, which was, I'm going to call it like ballpark, it was 18,500. I think it was like 18,500 and something, but for this argument's sake, I'm saying 18,500. And so I went and I checked every home game where the attendance was above 18,500. So I'm, I'm going to give myself a pat on the back here because people doubted me about this over under. I set the line at 15.5 sellouts the actual number was 15 it was that oh, it was I right said under correct. wow you both said both under both yeah. of okay. us said under uh but it was not it was close it was a close under adam uh, that is an yeah. excellent pick by you i will say yep thank you i appreciate that it's now four four three josh still in the lead by one it doesn't help that on like so essentially all of these you picked the same thing. Yeah, There's only a couple that you differed on, uh, but a bunch of you picked the same. So the next one was really unfortunate how this worked out, but it was Josh Norris power play goals, and that one <laughs> I set the over under at nineteen and a half. Oh uh, my he god! Did not, he he That's did not. That's crazy. Get we both he, he said got, under, right? Uh, you both said under. He got zero. Uh, he got zero power play goals last year. Josh Norris. We were geniuses. Yeah, it was close. Almost there. Uh, this is another one that I was that I said a very, it turned out to be a very good line. And I take no credit for this because there's no way I would have known. But it was Ottawa Senators' power play percentage. And get this. So I set the over-under at 23.5%. The actual number was 23.53%. And wow both, yeah it was right on it and you guys both said over so you both got it you're we right it. it wasn't even in doubt yeah. ever no never in doubt um but yeah you're both good on that josh still up by one for those keeping track uh this one was a fun one defenseman acquired before the trade deadline so i there was i remember there was i went back and listened to parts of this episode there was a long discourse about this question and i set the line at 1.5 the actual number, of course, was one. All they got was Jacob Chikrin. And you guys both said over. Both of you thought it was going to be more than wow. one and a half. It turned out to just be one. The rationale was one 
big yeah one big name and one we're gonna just get a random dude which would have been a classic sense move so i can understand the logic but it turned out that there was no random dude it was just jacob Chaper, yeah that's so crazy one. yeah for the sense to not like get a random do. d like the fact that they got one exactly. and it was chikrin is wild yeah shocking just shocking uh but anyway you guys both got it wrong josh still up by one at this point because you're both saying the exact same things every question uh next one this one was Brady Kachuk goals plus penalty minutes. So, so the total, like adding them both up. And I set the line at 150.5 goals plus penalty minutes. You both hit the under and you both were wrong because the actual number was 161. He racked up a lot of pims last year, <laughs> Brady. I didn't actually realize how many until I had looked it up today. Uh, but yeah, you were both both wrong on that one. Josh is still up by one. Uh the next one was Cam Talbot games started. I wish we could erase all Cam Talbot stuff from last year, but we're going to have to revisit this one more time. I set the line at 38.5. You both hit, you both set under and it was under. He started 32 games and this is starts, not appearances. That's he appeared so in many more. Still. It's still that too, it was still, still far so too many starts. I mean, a lot of that obviously is because Forsberg, you know, got badly hurt. But yeah, it's, I guess. it is still somehow too many starts for Cam Talbot. You both hit that one. Josh, still up by one. Now, you did get different answers on this one. We have three more to go. Really so to tie. This was... I know there's one question coming up that yeah. will help me at least. Okay, this one is Jake this one. placement in oh. Calder Trophy voting. And Ooh. I set the line in f at 4.5. So that means like coming in 4.5 place so i had to look this yeah. up because it's a bit strange like saying an over under like what does over mean what does under mean i did yeah, go totally. and listen to this episode and by saying under meant, meant worse lower. worse than yes. fourth. Yeah. so josh said over and louis said under so louis yeah. actually got this one correct because he finished sixth so you are not we are now tied with two questions to go we are now tied uh the next one is Ottawa Senators wins with the win total on the year. I set it at 42.5. The actual amount of wins that they got was 30, I believe 39. Uh, and the league average was 41. So they were a little under it. What? But anyway, the, it was? Yeah, I don't remember. I'm just saying this. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember when we did this? And I said that. And you guys <laughs> yes. just ripped me for it. Oh, anyway, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the actual number of wins they got was 39. You both said over 42.5. You were both wrong. Oh, we said so over. Man. You both said over. You were confident. So Look we at are us being tied. optimistic. Now, now, the last question. It, it literally is coming down to the last Louis question. Louis knows that he got it, too. And it's a bonus question. And it was Nikita Zaitsev's games played for the Sens. Because at this time last year, people didn't know if he was actually going to ever play. He ended up playing 28 games. But of course, I set the over-under at 0 0.5. It was, it was a question of will he play or will he not play. He played 28 games. Louis said the over. Josh, optimistically but incorrectly, said the under. So after all that, Louis got 8 out of 12 correct. Josh got 7 out of 12 correct. And Louis is the... Uh, the big winner for the first ever Zoobcast uh, over-unders on a season. How does it feel, Louis? Do you want to give a victory speech? Uh, no. Uh, I think uh, no need for a victory speech. It was another, another casual Louis dub on the Zoobcast. So I think we could just wow. move on and get ready for another humble. one here for this season. Very, very humble. Humble as always. Josh, anything, uh, anything to say before we get into this next season? Um, I'm going to come back better. 
stronger. I feel like I'm in the best shape of my career right now. There you go. I really go. think it'll nice. make a difference. Uh, nice. Going into next season, so. Okay, well, we'll the see. season is upon us, so we're, we're getting into it. I hope you're in the best yeah. shape of your career. I have 12 more, 11 and a bonus, because I'm going to mark it as a bonus because it's a bit of a wacky one at the end. It's 11 and a bonus. And I'm going to start it off uh, with, uh, with a Ridley Gregg question, because he's been the topic of... People are talking about Ridley Gregg, like he's going to be a full-time player this year, almost certainly. And so my question, my over-under for Ridley Gregg is assists. Ridley Gregg assists for the 2023-24 season. Now, last year, he had seven assists, I think, in 20 <laughs> games. And that's on pace for about a little less than 30, maybe like 30 assists in a season. Uh, he was going at a pretty high pace, so I've decided to lower that. Uh, my over-under for Ridley Gregg assists this year is 23.5. Would you take the over or the under? Um, I'll take the under. I'm just going to yeah. go right into it. You're confident I, I about think... the under? Not because it's a terrible line. Just I'm just sticking to it before I overthink it. I think he would have to play a whole season for that to happen. And he would have to consistently get some top six minutes. And I could see one of those two or both things not happening. He could get injured just because he's smaller. Like, I know he put on a lot of muscle in the offseason, but he still had injury problems before. Um, it sounds like he's not in the top six to start the season, just based on, like, what uh, that Bruce Garriak article said that they were looking at for the top six. So if he starts on the third line and he plays there the whole year, I don't really see him putting up, especially because he usually scores similar to how to the same amount that he assists. I don't see him putting up like a 25-25 season. Definitely that not might be true, line. but last year in a very small sample size, he had two goals and seven assists. Yeah, but in the AHL, he had 15 goals yeah. and four assists. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Usually, like, what basically what I mean is like he's mostly a finisher. He got a lot of assists playing. You know, like he he's not a playmaker at all. It's just I could see if he plays on the third line, I could see something like 15-15 on the third line. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. If he plays the whole so Josh year. is Josh is hitting the under, Louie. Are you gonna do the same thing that you always do and go with him? I Hey, I wouldn't have won last time if I had done that, all right. Yeah, so but true. yeah, I, I think in this case I will because it is very dependent on deployment here. And I don't even think he needs to play like a full season. Even even if he plays like around oh, I don't know, maybe like high 60, 70 games, I could see it happening. That's it's just full season. Yeah, it is. Like, it's close, yeah. but, like, even if he starts the season in the A or whatever, um, the thing is, I think that'll be... There's too many guys. Like, now there's Kubalik. If we... If, and I really hope we do keep him, Joseph, like, those guys, I feel like, might get moved up before him and get a chance above with Tarasenko, too. I just don't see him getting the deployment to get to that point. And as Josh said, too, it's like... It's not like he's specializing in playmaking to the point where that's gonna that's gonna grow to a point where he doesn't need to get the deployment to overcome it. So yeah, I will say under as well. All right. So both of you are saying under for really Greg assists twenty three point five, uh, and that is that is over under number one. We go to the second one. This is a team based. There's like I've tried to mix it up. Like it's like half team based and half individual based. So this is a team based over under. Uh, last year I, I did a power play percentage, so I felt fitting that this year I should make it penalty kill. So the last year, the Sens were 80.1% on the PK, which was good for 14th in the league. So I'm setting this year's Ottawa Senators penalty kill percentage at 81% for the over-under. 
Hmm. You said I'm it was 80.1 last year? It was 80.1 last year, yes. I'm going to say over. Um, really? I'm, yeah, I think I'm going to say over because it's just general, like, I know... <laughs> I know we have some Austin Watson stands, but like, and he, he was great at shot blocking, but that's about it. <laughs> like, I know that can be useful in certain power uh, penalty kill situations, but we also have, we should have improved goaltending, which is going to increase, um, increase the penalty kill percentage. Um, Sanderson's going to get even better. I think just the decor in general is better and that's going to help the PK and Norris should be back and, if I remember, he was getting some penalty kill time on the second unit every once in a while. Timmy should too. Castellick uh, is a solid penalty killer. Um, and again, if we keep him, Joseph would help there. So I, yeah, I'm going to go over. I'm going to go under. There you go. Ooh, A, there we go. Switch it up. B, I agree with some of your points. I especially agree like Watson being gone, being replaced. But I could totally see just like Zach McEwen coming in and doing the exact same thing. That's fair. Yeah, I, I think um, the other better, thing though. is Joseph could get traded, and he's you know really good on the PK. Yeah. Um, the other thing I'll say is I just looked on Money Puck. For as bad as Cam Talbot was, he saved goals above expect on the PK. And Corpusalo last year saved he had negative five goals save above expected on the PK. So for as good as Corpusalo is overall, the PK wasn't his strong suit. So I could see them getting better five-on-five goaltending numbers, 100%, which might be a question later. I don't know. We'll see. But on the PK, I could see it going down a bit and maybe like being a bit below 80% or like just below 81. I guess I'd be right either way. So That's I'll go fair. under. That way we have a different answer. There you go. I will say Forsberg was really good on the PK last year, though, and he could just see more ice time, too, there. We'll see. He could, but I like, feel I like at, worst, at best for Forsberg, it's going to be a split. Unless Corpusal is terrible, like I yeah. think he's going to get a lot of runway. A lot more leeway. But even then, that's still Forsberg more than last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, how many games did Forsberg play last year? He played 30 games. Yeah. Like, yeah, 41 would be better, but Bogard played 20 games, and he came in and gave a, a goal and a half above expected. So Forsberg's eating into those minutes. In three games, Mandelise saved 1.2 above expected. So, <laughs> wow like, let's go man on on money puck i know there's different models but on money puck it has forsberg at 0.2 goal save above expected in 28 games so it's not like and on their model it was like crazy good so right i could just see like let's say forsberg's games stay the same corpus comes in and takes up all the other goalies games combined what he did on the pk last year is like not not as good as what the, the other goalies did for the Suns. so Yep. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. The penalty kill percentage over under yeah. 81%. Josh has gone under and Louis has gone over. So there will be someone right and someone wrong come when we do this next year. Uh, we'll go to the third one. Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko is on the sends now, which is awesome. So I had to give a Vladimir Tarasenko goals over under. So his career is a little bit weird because last year he only had 18 goals which is uncharacteristic for him. He's usually in the 30s. He's been a 30-goal scorer uh, numerous times. Uh, and I will say, I think some of this this, this over-under inspiration is coming from like the trauma of Alex DeBrinckit's over-under line last year. So this is maybe going to be 
maybe it's going to be a little bit lower than what people expect, but I still think it's a fair line. I've set the Vladimir Tarasenko goals over under at 24.5. That's exactly what I thought. So. Like in my head, I was like, if it's 24.5, I'm going to say over. So that's my a quick answer. Wow. Just because I literally was thinking it, like that's the number where I would say over. And if it's any higher, I'd have to think about it. Fair enough. The, Fair enough. Like, part of my argument is I'm hoping that he stays healthy this year. He missed like a yeah. dozen games or whatever last year. And yeah, okay, he only scored 18. Let me look. try and look super quick. Like who is he playing with in St. Louis? And if at some point, I think ideally, I don't know if you guys agree. To me, ideally, the first Kachuk, Stutzla, and then Tarasenko to split up the first line. Hopefully, eventually, that becomes a line. And at that point, I think yeah, if it's... he plays even just half the season there, and he's on the power yeah. play, obviously. Yeah, You know, like, what happens thing. if... I don't want to jinx it, but what happens if Norris gets injured? All of a sudden, Tarasenko's the one-timer guy on that number yeah. one power play. I, like, so I think he's still yeah. one of the best off-buck scorers in the league. Like, Yeah, I just think it, the, he's either playing with, like, Stutzla and Kachuk, or he's playing probably with Giroux. And either way, those guys are going to get him pucks more than I think his teammates in St. Louis did. So, And it's a con- big contract year again, right? Like, I know it was last year, but this is probably his last chance to cash in. You're having a hard think there, Louis. I'm thinking, yeah. Because, like... I, given what DJ said today, right, in the, in, I don't know if you guys saw the, the yeah, live, almost live presser. Yeah. Um, cause he said, obviously he's going to start preseason at least like tomorrow and the first game with the regular Kachuk, Stutzla and Jehu, but he's going to give Tarasenko a chance on that right wing with Kachuk, yeah. Stutzla. So I didn't see that, but, but that is good. You know, I personally think that should be the line. He did say that was going to be a preseason thing, though. Like, he didn't hint at that yeah. being a regular season assurance. Like, that was like... We're no, but he was, but he was saying it's it in the sense season to try it out. It works yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I just... I guess the yeah, other thing, like, like, the only... I'd say the other reason why I think the actual... line... Go on. Uh, I was going to say, like, obviously we can have an actual episode about, you know, close to the season about the lines and stuff, but I just think spreading out the first line so that you can... I even would have Batherson on the spread it out and it, like in my like cat friendlies i was doing i had ruthie greg on the second line with norris and Giroux. just so you balance the three big i think tarasenko norris kubalik should all be on separate lines as their own goal scorers i agree and then yeah you yeah. have duos of kachuk stutzla that's a duo i think Giroux greg is kind of a duo they did really well and then bathers oh, did well last yes, year yeah so i think those are those like i that's my ideal top nine but I, again, we'll go more into it. But either way, I see Tarasenko being yeah. on the first line. So, I think before you go before you go ahead there, Louis. Like the thing that I was the reason one of the reasons why I've put this a little bit lower is that like like everything you've said is right. Like he's going to be the probably the primary goal scorer on a line. But I still think like with the Sens forwards, there's a lot of goals to go around there. Like, I think a lot yeah. of other players are going to get high goal totals. Like, I think Stutzel's good for a 30. Brady might be good for 30. Who knows what Giroud does? Like, he was so good last year. Maybe a back, like if there's a bounce back from Batherson, he'll score a few. Like, Norris might score a bunch. Like, there's a lot of goals. Like, how, where, where are Tarasenko's goals going to fit in, in the there? Back of the that's net. kind of, yeah, that's well, kind I'm of one of my favorites. No, I agree. Gone. Like, yeah, Norris has come back, but like, I just think you move Batherson down the line. 
his goals, I don't necessarily think they go down because they were already low. I just think they were a team last year that underperformed their expected goals. So it's not like, it's not yeah. fair to just think, okay, they're just going to replicate last year and you got to divvy it up among more players. Like, I do think they're going to score more goals this year. Is it going to be 10 more versus 50 more? I don't know. But I don't know. I think there's room for him to get 25 to 29, you know, like just under 30, while the other guys all get the scene they did last year. Yeah. I think I Pinto think, will like, see a drop if he's on the third line. So yeah. there's like kind of yeah. players leaving. I think Giroud might just because he's getting older. So if you're looking for goals that disappeared, it might be those two guys. Hmm. I think I'm talking myself into saying over, and I don't think like it's a low. Like I think it's a good line because like I, for those who have who follow me on Twitter and have seen it, I've made like player projections for next season, and I have Tarasenko in the low twenties. That's the thing. Um, yeah. But I'm gonna go against that, and I will say over because the seeming leniency to place him in such an opportune position with with those top end guys is really kind of convincing me to hit the over even if it's not by a lot i think yeah, yeah i'm i'm going to go yeah like i think 25 to 29 is the like bracket yeah. of the yep that's fair we'll see what happens with Tarasenko. the over under for vladimir Tarasenko goal scored is 24.5 and the boys have both said over uh, optimistic over for Vladimir Tarasenko. We will go to the next one. Hockey season is so close, and we're fired up about it. But there have been some other sports keeping us entertained while we wait. We're back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away with an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code THPN, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility, terms, and responsible gambling resources. We've talked a bit about goaltending for some reason already in this, but the this is a goaltending question, and it is Ottawa Senators shutouts. This is not for a specific goalie. This is just as a team shutouts. Last year, the Sens had only three, which was actually 16th in the NHL. It wasn't even that bad. Uh, and if you're wondering, there's what you want to guess. This is just off topic. Do you want to guess the one team that didn't have a shutout last year? Um, well, I was literally looking at the shutout ranking, so I'm not going to guess. I saw it. Oh, so you know who it is? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's not. It's not an unobvious answer. Quick guess. Yeah. Quick guess. Anaheim. It's Columbus. No, they had one. That's a, yeah. It's, it's a good guess. Columbus. Anaheim. Had Columbus one. was was the other one. Anaheim actually had. Say. Anaheim had an eight ninety nine team save percentage. So, don't knock them. Good. They were like. Well, they had like Lucas Dostal. That's why. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Dude. He loved Dostal. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the uh, the Sens had three sixteenth in the NHL. I've decided that i think they will have more this year but i don't know how many more and i don't know 
I don't know. I, I was confused about this line. I decided to put it at 4.5, and I'm interested to see what you guys have to think about that. So Ottawa Senators shutouts, 4.5 over under. I'll say over. I'm going quick. I'm going rapid fire today. Yeah, you have been on yeah. rapid fire. Just, I, I, I just think... see three. Mm-hmm. I see that they upgraded in net. I see that they should not have to use seven goalies, even though Maryland did Maryland get we one of the never shots? know. <laughs> no, he, no. Oh, the yeah. shoutouts, I believe. Hopefully. We did. We had a trivia question about this. I think was it was it Forsberg Talbot two and Talbot one, or it was Talbot okay. two. Yeah, Talbot had okay. two. I think. I they but they also obviously upgraded the defense a lot. Think of you know they could have yeah. got two shutouts in those twenty eight games I'd have played in. You know they had like right Holden played a ton of games and he wasn't as effective. Hamannick might play, but he's not going to play twenty one minutes a night anymore. He's going to be on the third pair if he does play. Right, so I and they're gonna be in ozone more just because they have better players offensively too. So I could see five shutouts. Yeah, I I'm also gonna go over because of all the improvements that would lead to that. Um, just because again the improvements on D are so crucial here. Corpusalo obviously comes in. Hopefully, injuries we'll see. But I again that's this nine, is another one where I'm going over, but not by a lot. Yeah, nine teams got yeah. over four point five last year. I thought you were saying nine because you were predicting nine shutouts, and I was like, no, oh, no, that was the nine was the most in the league. Carolina. <laughs> yeah, I will yeah, say the nine teams that got more than four point five were all very good teams. But what I'll also say is that the Detroit Except Red Wings got Washington. four. So, oh, sorry, yeah, I didn't even see that. Yeah, I will and say the league. Red Wings got four, and the Sharks got four with an eight eighty seven team save percentage. So, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like yeah, Arizona, Arizona got four. That's crazy. They got more than the Sens. Go There's Sens. Malcolm Masterclass. Yeah, I mean, the, the Coyotes had the same team save percentage as the Sens. Wow, that's a, that's a, that's a great stat. Well, um, there's Let's hope goalie. that's not the case this year. Yeah, let's get yeah. a 9-10 here, guys. Come on, just a 9-10. Uh, so both of you guys are going to say over to this 4.5 shutouts. I think that's fair. I, I think I was considering making this line a little six. bit higher, but I wasn't, uh, I wasn't really sure what you guys would think of that. So 4.5... Both the boys have said over. This one, I feel... I don't know. I feel like this will be a split, but I, I'm i not sure. But anyway, uh, this is a Tim Stutzla question. Uh, last year, he had 90 points, and he's primed for more than that. I have set the over-under at 99.5. Yeah. Over. Set it. I'm hitting the over. over. You're, both of you said over? Both of yes. you are saying over. I'm wow. saying over. My model has him at 102 points. I'm hitting the over on that. Like, Ooh. let's go. I don't know. I thought I said this was a good line. I thought we were going to get a split. I think he'll get it as long as he plays at least. Like, as long as he doesn't miss more than five games, I think he'll get it. I think it comes down more to if he gets injured or not. That's, like, always the risk, right? It's like, for example, like, Connor McDavid's bet is always a lot lower than his actual points because it takes into account, like, if he misses 50 injury days. risk yeah so i feel like it's same for Stutzla. yeah if he's healthy i don't want to say 100 percent he'll hit it but you know if he's playing with kachuk or Giroux or their power plays clicking yeah i'm just gonna go over optimistic that yeah. he doesn't get hurt as josh said if he's like under five games missed he's hitting 40 60 in my mm. opinion like okay. he's he's just so good he had what <laughs> like, 90 in, in 78 last year yeah. So he's already on pace for 95 in the full season. So yep. yeah. in theory, if you were to play the whole season, 
he's in one of the biggest developmental like gear, right? Like twenty-one to twenty-two, or tw- or sorry, twenty to twenty-one. He's in. Um, that was that's like one year. of the biggest ones. Well, like he's twenty-one right now, turning twenty-two, but he's in his age twenty-one season in right, the sense okay. that. The year starts in this season starts in the year he turns twenty one. Yeah. Okay. Deal. Yeah. I don't know. I I thought Wait, like yeah. Honest, anyways. Yeah. I would also take the over on this. I just really thought I thought one of you was going to take the under. I I just had a gut feeling. Who, who did I mean, you think? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I like, had no one in just, mind. I just kind of thought. Why that just seems like negative vibes for no reason. I know, but I was just really thinking one of you would take the under on this. I don't know why I thought that, but I was like quite convinced that, that was going to be a split. Anyway, um, Tim Stoops was over under. Here. Yeah, okay. 99.5 points. Both of the guys think he's hitting 100. We will see what happens with Tim Stoops. So, so this is probably the line, this next one, that I am the least confident in. And I want you to tell me right off the bat if it's way too high. The only, but I want to say, I want to give my reasoning first. The, okay. I think it's fair to say that unless, unless Brancham is traded, the Senators' top five defensemen are like easy set. Like it's like, yeah. you know who it's yeah. going to be. And then that sixth spot is most, most likely going to be Hamannick, just based on the coach and based on like the contract. The most contract. likely will be Hamannick. But you have JBD, you have Clevin, like Lassie Thompson still exists. So my, my question, my over-under for this is Tyler Clevin games played, and I have set it at 17.5. Would you say that that's outlandish? I don't think no, it's outlandish. No, because, because the way I was looking at it, like outlandishly high or low? Yeah, high. Do you think that's too high? It's definitely not way too high. I think it could, okay. like, I, I'm thinking of saying over because the only reason I'd say under is some of the cat friendlies I was doing where the, the Sens don't trade a player. Because Clevin's ELC is closer to the top end of it, of the amount on the ELC, his, like, 100000 more than he that he makes than JBD and Thompson makes it harder to call him up if they were to not trade anyone. If they were to trade Joseph and... I think it's fair to say in the sense of a couple D men who have an injury history, probably four or three of them at least. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think he's, if I'm looking at the depth chart personally, if I was making one, I mean, he might be the the number six in the organization, but obviously they see Hamannick above him. So he might be like the number seven, if at worst number eight, because I don't know if you guys agree, I would have him above Lassie Thompson. So it might be, you know, fighting yeah. with JBD as like the number seven just think, in the in the team. I just think like in terms of calling up, like who's get who's gonna be first to get called up, I would agree that like probably I would probably have JBD sixth or seventh, but I feel Max like Gannett number six, IMO. Okay, thanks. But I feel like <laughs> but, the Sens are the type of team like they've been doing this where it's like you've earned it, like you've been here longer, so like JBD is gonna get called up first. Like you've been in like, last season. I don't know. Literally. I just have. I'd feel like hey, if they had about that runway to end the year. I, I know, but that was kind of just. I'm fresh out of college. Like, yeah, they did that just... for Pinto, and they were gonna do yeah. that for Sandy, but he got injured. Yeah. yeah, I just think I think JBD and and even like Thompson played two games last year, but he spent most of it in the A. I feel like they're gonna want but another look at him. It. Like, there's no way they're done with him. I, I they did it with Pinto that. and Sanderson, but neither of those guys went down and played in the AHL. They did that, and then they came to the NHL the next season. Yeah, but you can't, I don't think you can, yeah, like, I agree they're not great I think it's going to come down to camp, right? Like, 
if yeah. a guy has a bad camp, I don't think they're going to say, oh, Lassie, you had a terrible camp, but you've just been here so long. We're going to give you the number 60. Fair. Yeah, fair. Fair. So, I, I guess, don't know. I personally I know. would be inclined to include Lassie Thompson as a sweetener if they had to make a trade to clear cap. Yeah, me too. But that's just yeah. my, like, just because I think JBD's passed him, I think Clevin's passed him. And then I think, you know, it's just like at that point, you don't need three okay. different prospects competing for a defensive number six role. And Lassie Thompson, of the three, is probably the most offensively gifted, but the least For defensively sure. gifted. And it's like, he's not going to come in as a top four role as that offensive guy, but he's also not really a third pair guy. It's like a weird spot for him. And I think he, both for the Sens and for him, it might be better if he was on a team that had a spot for him to, you know, actually use his abilities. So... I'm, so all that to say, let's get back to the Clevin thing. I'll say yeah. over because I don't okay. think he has that much room. Like I think one injury and he's called up. I think he's the next guy up. Yeah, seventeen point five is the line, Louis. Yeah, I think that's a I'll good line over. actually, Adam. Like I think okay. you need to give yourself credit for this one. I think that was picked pretty well because I'm debating. Watch him play strongly. seventy games. <laughs> <laughs> the line's yeah, like good line. Good line. <laughs> uh, he just makes the I'm team like, out of camp. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, and then I... I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think, because they are... I wonder... Because is Jacob Larson still in the org? Yeah, he is. He is. They signed him. Larson, Hetherington, Lassie, JBD, Gannett are five different guys that they could call up. Um, As you said, Clevin's ELC is on the higher end. So, again, depends on however stuff works out cap-wise. I'm also trying to be rather optimistic in terms of injuries on the back end. I know you'll never have yeah. a perfectly healthy season, but I'm hoping that with Shabbat not having to shoulder the insane load that he's had to, he'll be more healthy. He still will, probably, somehow. Chikrin apparently is in the best shape of his life, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, a lot of running. I, I just to be a contrarian, I'm leaning towards much, saying under. But it's really close for me because, like, uh, JBD, for example. Yeah, I think I will say under. Like, JBD played 19 last year. Yeah. So, I I don't know if JBD Clevin played 19. Get all of this. Yeah. And I think, I don't know. I mean, I feel you like think Clevin's going to get Clevin, more opportunity. I think they see him much more favorably than the only, to me, I'm actually, the one thing I didn't consider is that they already have three lefties in the top four. And if, you know, Hamnick gets injured or someone gets injured and it pushes everyone up, they might not want another lefty. Yeah, JBD last year. Especially, like, let's say Zub gets them, injured. Let's say Zub is the injury. All of a sudden, you have five left-handed D and the one righty is Travis Hamnick. So, <clears throat> so, yeah. That's the one thing where I could see them. But what if we finish this recording and in two hours, unfortunately, Brandstrom gets traded for as a cap dump? All of a sudden, that's probably because Clevin is the third pair left deep how dare you even and then he could play that. 82 games i'm gonna stick with over i think there's so many possibilities for him to make his way in yeah so many injuries that happen over a season uh that's what i'm i'm, I'm staying on yes they love their tall they love their clevin in general but they also just love their like clevin mold type of guys in the I, I would just like to say, Josh, that right as you suggest, t- said the Brandstrom captain thing, someone liked our Zoopcast tweet about how we at the Zoopcast will be irrationally angry if Brandstrom is I'm... Like, literally at the exact wow. time. It's a sign. It's an omen. And, oh, oh one um... more thing I will say is that 
DJ was asked about Clevin um, during the presser today, and he wasn't indicating that he had a spot or anything. And I know obviously nobody's going to say that, but I got the vibe from him that he wasn't like a lock or anything for like a six or a seven. Mm-hmm. So I, it's yeah. leaning me towards under, uh, but I, I think it's a very good think. debate and I could easily see yeah. over. So you're going, so Louie, you're going to say under and Josh is going to say, say over. Okay. Let's, let's I think it's going to run 11-7 all year. Oh yeah, Guy Boucher. Bring him back. <laughs> oh, yeah, you I'll think Leafs, over. Do you think the Leafs will, will run more 11-7 because he's their assistant now? Uh, That'd be funny. No. Anyway, Tyler Clevin. No, that would mean less Gambrell. I mean, they did it last left. year. So. Right. Well, they did it a few times last year after they traded for like 4D at the deadline. Yeah. Reason. Yeah. yeah. And they traded away their forwards. They literally didn't have 11 forwards. But, but now that we know contracts. that now that we know that Jake Muzzin is out for the whole season and uh, like Matt shocker. Murray, you know, I mean. Oh, the Matt. Oh, we're not. No more Matt the Murray, new, of course. The new residents of Robidaw Island. Uh, so Tyler Clevin games played. The line is 17.5. Josh is going over, and Louis is, after a large inner debate, going to say under. Uh, so we have a split on that one. So this next one. Uh, so last year, I couldn't... I, I thought this was a staggering number, but nine senators made their NHL debut last year, which I feel like is insane. Uh, I obviously don't think it will be that much this year, just considering everything. So I've set this Ottawa Senators NHL debuts made. This season at two point five. What? Wait, like NHL debuts or debuts? NHL, NHL debuts. NHL. Oh, okay. I was gonna say they got like so, five Sens debuts. So Crookshank is a lock, so that's at least one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Right. Had some. Nicholas Matin Palo might play a game. <laughs> And and Schmeichel has uh, not played an NHL game. Oh, Schmeichel is excellent. I'm honestly, I'm gonna go over. You know, I love that. I was hoping someone was gonna take over on that one. Oh. Two point five. I'm going over it. Yeah. That's how I'm saying. Schmeichel. Schmeichel. Yeah. I'm gonna go over as well. Um, over two point five. Both of you are going over. Wow. Got a feeling I'm lagging a little bit. It was nine first. last year. Like I know there were injuries, but the, but that's outrageous. And also, like think about it. Like, a stop three of those, might. I believe three of those. Tyler were Boucher goals. might. You're right. Like, but they all. That's all a bunch of mites. It's not a bunch. It's of all wills. a bunch of mites. But you only need three of them to happen. Like, and I would also. I would. The other thing that I would say is if the Sens are for like ex, as they're expected to be like in that playoff in hunt oh. by the end of the year. I don't think they're going to be in a position to bring up a bunch of rookies. Like, they're not going to want to do that at that point. Uh, I'm going to say back. under. Oh, I've convinced you to switch. Ooh. Okay, nice. Wow. I just looked at their roster again, and I realized, because I was just looking on Cat Friendly, and I was looking at games played. But then I realized this is, just because they didn't play last year doesn't mean they never played. Like, Garrett Pilon has played in the NHL before, if he ever were to get called up. Josh yeah. Curry has played He's games in the, in the NHL before. If there's, like, 12,000 injuries. No. <laughs> I mean, if there's 12,000 injuries, we're going to get three guys, Josh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say, yeah. But if anyway, there's 12,000 injuries, under. they might not get okay. into the double digits, but. So you're saying under, and Louis is saying over 2.5. I'm interested. This one is probably the one I'm most interested to see over the course of the year. NHL debut. Arventi's never played, right? 
Yorventi's never played, but he doesn't seem like they don't even seem high on him. Like I, they've never talked about him ever. They are like, I feel like I, people forget he's even in the org sometimes. Yorventi, but anyway, Donovan Sobrango has never played either, right? That's another D though. We just went yeah. on this whole yeah. tangent. He just needs one game. D. He just needs one game. Yeah, he just needs one game. Uh, but anyway, I both the answers doable. have been locked in, so this is done. Josh is saying under, and Louis is saying over. The line is two point five. Ottawa Senators players making their NHL debuts this season. Uh, we have five more to go here. And, uh, oh, you guys are going to love this one. Uh, this is Zach McEwen fights this season. Last year, he had, according to hockey fights, he had seven, which I think is an insane number. I know we had a question of, like, Sens players that fought. Like, that's a lot of fights, seven fights. Uh, I've set his over-under for fights a little bit lower i've set it at 5.5 just because i think like brady will take some fights and like there's other guys like castellick will take some fights like so i set zach McEwen fights at 5.5 and it's also like having to do with how much he's going to play this year so 5.5 is your line here's my question okay. how many did austin watson have that's a good question 13. i'll check he had thir- well 13 majors in 13 so- he had one. He had thirteen majors. Action, I think. Twelve fights. Yeah, he had one game of uh, conduct. Um, twelve. Yeah, he had twelve. This even somebody okay. were on the road. Had, and, uh, interesting. He had twelve. Yeah, yeah according to hockeyfights.com. Yeah, I'm gonna 12. say over five point five. Did you say the line was because five point five? I'm gonna take the over because I think he has to replace Austin Watson's fighting. I guess Castellick will be up for more games, so his could go up. Castellick is also on the first page. So is Brady. Yeah. Wait, they're all after one another if you sort by majors. Oh, they all had eight majors. Oh, I'm, I'm on hockey fights. Oh, I'm on NHL.com. I'm going to take... That's over. actually crazy. One thing I that I will say, Zach McEwen, Zach McEwen's seven fights, he actually had 12 fights the year before. In 2021-22, he had 12 yeah. fights, Zach McEwen. So he went down by a lot. I'm taking it over. I don't think they he fought much in LA. Part. I don't think they wanted him to bite. So that's why. So Josh is so taking he over. Had, he had seven fights in eleven thirty-four like... of time on ice per game. <laughs> and that's fifty-six games. Do you think he's gonna I'm play more than fifty-six? I think he's gonna think, play enough yeah. games and enough time on ice to hit the over. I've talked yeah, I've yeah. talked my initial instinct was was under. But after consulting yeah. Yeah. the Olympics, I'm going over. That's fair. I still think there's a chance for him to hit the under here. I still, I don't think it's outlandish that oh, he, yeah, he, for sure. he could get less, but I think you've made fair points. He signed a three-year contract. I feel like he's going to be, he signed a three-year one-way contract. I think he's going to get a good bit contract. of time on the that fourth line. So, so weird. That is so weird. That's still like the one of the weirdest contracts of the offseason. But anyway, it was a Zach two way, it'd be fine. But it's just but so it's not. weird. That's that would, that would be far way. too, far, make far too it's much Because sense in two years, contract. in two years, that 775 is going to be like, like nobody in the league is going to make even within like 75 of that. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah that's going to be under like the lower limit. Yeah. Well, because it's like Parker yeah. Kelly right now. He makes 762.5K, but the league min is 775 because he signed three times 762.5K or whatever it was. So I think it's like the same thing. I mean, it's really not going to make a difference. But if the cap really does go up to 92 million in two seasons from now, 
He's going to be on a bargain of a deal. Everyone's going to be wanting him for their 12th forward slot. We can get a ransom for him at the deadline. <laughs> uh, okay, so the line for Zach McEwen fights is 5.5. Josh and Louis have both taken the over. We will move on. There are four more. We'll go to the next one. Uh, okay, so the Senators suck in November, and everyone knows that this is true. Oh, yes. So I've set a line for Ottawa Senators' November losses. They play nine games in November this year. And for comparison, last year, if you think I'm joking, they, they played they played 14 games last year in November, and they lost 10 games. They were terrible. So this year, they only play nine because they go to Europe, which is going to be big. Uh, I have set the uh, November losses at 5.5. How many are in, after uh, Sweden? No idea. Do your own research, Mish. idiot. Now, Josh, I is am. the... Uh... I, I need to know here, is your rationale with Sweden that once we come back from Sweden, it's going to be shit? Or once we get to Sweden, we exercise the demons and remove the curse, and then we're fine and back? Only two. Once we... uh, my logic is, if, I think if DJ Smith has a really bad start, um, Sweden oh, is I cut see. off. Like, I think that's his leash. So I think, but the thing is, seven they of those five games are before or in Sweden. Yeah, literally. Are before Sweden or in Sweden? So if they are bad, they would be those seven. Because they play one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. Is October so 11th Adam... regular season? Yeah. Yeah, it's the first game. Uh, that's a lot. Two, four, six, eight. They play eight I'm games say in October. Under. Like, I'm saying so under losses. Keep in mind, five point five yeah. losses. You think yeah. you're going to get under five point yeah. five losses? So if wow. we were to go yeah. optimistic, are you? Are wait regulation or total? It's a lot. A loss it doesn't loss have to be regulation. Total. Yeah. Okay. Um. I mean, yeah. I think they can literally just go four, four and five, four, three and two. Like they can do like not great. Like I think four and five is like would be bad considering the expectations this year. I so. think the November losses are mostly just an insane amount of coincidental bad luck at this point. But you're and, saying, yeah. sorry, you said under it's, it's the funny thing yeah. is, a lot of those November losses, they didn't even play that bad. Do you remember, yeah, like, lost. I remember a game against the Capitals, I remember a game against Vegas, where they almost came back. One against Vancouver, lost. I think, was in November. Yeah, lost. they lost, but if they were to replay those games again this November, they'd probably win. Probably lost. Game. Nah, lost. Probably. So, Adam, are you but going I'm, over, or are you being the, the pessimistic I would, I, I would say, if I was answering, I'd say over. Wow. Okay, so Adam's gonna get one answer. He'll either be what an absolute nozzle. I will not. I'm be saying, saying under that. for losses. He's not getting. Both they're not gonna under. lose six of nine or more than that. Oh, just you watch. They've surprised you. you heard I'm gonna watch first. every single game. Adam doesn't oh. think the Suns are going 82 and 0. How, how stupid of him. How Ottawa Senators November losses. I've set the line out of nine games at 5.5 losses. Both of the guys are feeling pretty good, and they have both said under. Uh, we will move to the next one. So this is contingent on him. Actually, you know what? It's not contingent on anything because of the way I've written it. So there's been a lot of rumors about Matthew Joseph being traded. But ignoring that, I had to get this question here because I know Louis will hate it. 
Uh, Matthew Joseph, 5v5 sends goals this year. Last year, he <laughs> sends had goals. zero. 5v5 sends goals. Last year, he had zero. I have set the over-under at 2.5, Lewis. 2.5. Oh, I really thought you were going to go 0.5. No, I thought you were going to do that. I'm not that. This bad. literally just comes down to whether or not he's on the sends. Yeah. <laughs> if, if he's on he the sends, he's going to get it. Yeah. If he's not, he's not going to get it. Well, that's up yeah. for you to decide. I just think they're they're posting too much about him on social. I know. I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go over because I'm a believer in Joseph. I think he's too entangled within this team's vibes, and there would Fair. be a public outrage from the team if he got traded. Shabbat would be marching down the streets. Yeah. And Matthew Highmore too, and Bokonji Imama, all of the former Sea Dogs would yeah. be going crazy and causing it a strike. I'm saying over. You're saying over? Yeah. Louis, what are you saying? I said over. You said I, over. Let's okay. just agree. Yeah, Louis, let's agree to have the same answer so that this doesn't matter. <laughs> you are, this is so, you are so annoying. This okay. Just so annoying. I, I will, we both said over separately here. Josh is just being, uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I agree. Being a child. Matthew Hold Joseph, wait, 5v5, wait. sends goals. I've set the mark at 2.5. Louis and Josh have both said over. What, Louis? What do you want? I hate to halt this again, but this is completely unrelated. I, as, as you said, I'm scrolling on Twitter now to see if we have any updates on anything. Did you see this morning that Dylan Gambrell took number 57 for the Leafs? What? Really? Yeah. No. What? That's Pinto's number. So I he was know. like, does he does he love fifty seven? What did he wear last year? Twenty seven? Did the Leafs have a twenty seven? Uh, probably. I, I think so. I don't know. Yarn Croc seems like a twenty seven kind of guy. Yarn anyway, Yarn he really does. Okay, Anyways, let's, uh, okay, next. I'm gonna two more. Let's just let's just motor through All two right. more. They're gonna uh, the signing's gonna be right after these two. So. so this is the classic. I asked this last year, but I'm gonna ask it again. Ottawa Senators wins straight up. Ottawa Senators wins. I'm setting the over-under at 45.5. Oh, man. That's okay, but what, what's the league average? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not telling you. you can, I bet you can figure it out. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think my four years in stats were not enough. <laughs> yeah. It's not a big enough sample size. No. <laughs> I think I'm going to go in the under on 45.5. Okay, a tough under. A tough under for you, eh, Josh? That's, I know you wanted to take the over there. I, I could sense it. <sighs> if you said like 43.5, I would have probably gone over. So you're I mean, in the like 44 the to 45 year, range, Josh, essentially. I think, yeah, basically. But no, I just, I think the East, especially the Atlantic, is like, yeah, the, the Habs are terrible. The Red Wings aren't very good. but I think other than the Leafs at the top, from two to six, maybe seven, depends what you think of the Red Wings, could be very close, like, all throughout. So I think that kind of splits up the wins. Like, only three Atlantic teams won 45.5 or more last year. 46 or more. So, I'm you up the be, like, the Lightning had 46 wins, 98 points. That would be a very successful season. And I, I do think they'll have a successful season, but they could go, like... 45, 30, and 7 and still be really successful and miss that arc. So you'd be asking them to jump by 7 wins. I feel like, you, like I yeah, could, you could make wins. an argument that they jumped by, that they got 7 wins better, but 
that is also still a big jump year to year. I'll say under, yeah. just because, like, but like, I I do think that they're gonna be a wild card team. Like, I think I feel like they're gonna make it. But I, like, the Panthers were a wild card team with forty two, and the Islanders were also a wild card team with forty two. So mm. it's not like that's it's not that's like you need low. to win forty six. That's pretty. That's pretty low. That's pretty low. Forty two. That is the fact that the they year were before the barely Caps above five hundred. Yeah. Um. I am. I am going to be different. You know what? I am. I'm separating okay. myself from Josh. It's not good for my for my identity and my image. Yeah. Um, but you know no, the main reason I'm doing this is I'm putting faith in my in my modeling. Um, just last night, yeah. I finished up my standings predictions. All right. Um, and I have the sends at on the dot 100 points. Nice. I'm so, I'm not gonna lie, it's not because of what you said. I was waiting to intervene. I'm switching my answer to over. No. <laughs> no. It's totally because of not what allowed. I said, Josh. Not here's, allowed. It's here's in. my here's my here's what changed it up. I think they're gonna make the playoffs. A. I think they need, you know, 94, 95 points to do that. And I'm realizing they're gonna be an incredibly good overtime team. So I think all the, they're not gonna get yeah. any OT losses. So I think that might be the difference. Oh, that is that's so my, cool. That's so instead stupid. Of, you should instead not Instead of 45, out. 30, and 7, it's going to be 47, 30, and 5. That's the difference right there. Oh, I'm debating if I'm allowing you to change your answer. I, I'm, I'm sorry, no, Adam, you, but I'm not switching to under. To... <laughs> You'd sound you like you locked it in. I know. I know Louis, Louis has been on the over. Okay, fine. You know what? I'll give you the over, but if we come back to this in a year... And someone wins by one point. I'm gonna asterisk this question because you okay. changed your answer. By someone, you mean if Josh wins by one point, right? I just said someone. I didn't name any. What if it's tied and it's what if it's tied and it's under? Do I get a point? No. Then I will. No. Why not? Because I make rules. Uh, I don't like these rules. Well, you can leave. We're gonna do the bonus question now because it's the last one and it's the funniest one. Uh, my my line here. DJ Smith games as Senators head coach, oh, 81.5. What if the game gets canceled? <laughs> then you can take the under. You can take the under if you want. I think the probability of that is infinitesimal yeah, enough to have it ignored, Josh, in your calculations. Like, I mean, I literally, I've gone to one and a half and got canceled, so I can't that's say true. That's that I true. don't have the experience. I would say I feel like it's harder to reschedule a game. If you were to get suspended, does that NFL. count as him not being playing that game? You just answer the stupid question. No, no, and this is DJ a legitimate Smith, hypothetical. DJ Smith games as Senators head coach, eighty-one point five over or under. So if he gets suspended, it's still. Oh my! Game. Shut up, please. No more <laughs> answer questions. Answer question. I'm not <laughs> answering. <the part>. Answer eighty-one point <laughs> five. Is it over or under? I'm gonna go over. I'm doing Thank it. You. I'm gonna say he gets exactly eighty-one point five. Oh my god! <laughs> That's thrown out at exactly the ten-minute mark of the second period. One game. Yeah, you know what? If he does okay, that, I'll say over. You win the thing. Josh, we're not getting suspensions because he's still the head coach of the team. Yeah, I'll say over. I don't think he'll get fired. Perfect. That's all I needed. How freaking simple also, is that? Also, I just Over. I wanted to circle back to the last one. Did you say regular season wins? Forty-five. Yeah, I'm, I'm implying. I'm implying okay. regular season wins. Yeah, and as, as I'm so applying was... DJ Smith regular season games, coach. Well, I'm, I'm assuming like if he yeah. if he hits, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. That's true. Right? That it, was, it was kind of like we said over, so we kind of have to, not have to say, but we can't say over and then also that DJ will be fired. That's my logic. That would be very yeah. tough to happen. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've so, oh, official sends news from Cap Friendly. The honor centers have officially removed no, Anton Forsberg off injured reserve today. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> good. Good job, Anton. Nice. Road, road to recovery. I'm not even mad about that. You you thought you were trolling us there, but I'm actually happy to hear that news, Lewis. <laughs> Me too. I am. I have some I, insider I'm info that I can't divulge, but it will be shared within the podcast and maybe discussed publicly eventually. We'll see. That's my that's okay. that's the Zoomcast <laughs> okay. sources. What? I should, what? Thanks, I want to be included. Somehow, my announcement had more content. <laughs> <laughs> okay so so back to like pinto something okay okay it has nothing but what else does it have nothing to do with the Sens just got connor mcdavid guys i can't divulge anymore <laughs> wow i can't tell you the return okay. oh. they finally moved over on under pinto. over under games played as a senator this year one connor mcdavid josh Exactly one. I think we're both slamming the goddamn. He's playing okay. the first game and getting injured. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to, to recap what has just happened actually tangibly is the bonus question was DJ Smith regular season games as Senators head coach. The line is 81.5. It's essentially will he be fired before the end of the year. Both of the guys said over, so they're saying no. So that's going to do it uh, for the 2023-24 edition of the Senators over-unders. Um, Josh and Louie have put all their guesses in and we're going to revisit this in a year's time, see how they did. Feel free to follow along just like we will. And hopefully in the next 30 minutes when this episode ends, Shane Pinto will have signed and we didn't talk about it at all. So hopefully that's happened. Go Shane. And um, with that being said, we'll, have, we'll try to be on a better schedule, we'll have a lot more episodes coming your way, but this is going to be it I for mean, me by for a while. we, you mean me and Josh yeah, here. Yeah, this is, I, was, you know, I was getting to it. This is going to be it for me for a while. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm taking an adventure. I'm taking a leave of absence for about a month. I will be back at the Putting end of October. Yeah. But I'm on the IR with an uh, injured brain because I can't I can't deal with Josh or Louie anymore for a while, so I need to take a break. Uh, but no, I'll be going on a trip. I'll be back in a month. So until then, you'll have to deal with not me, which some of you are going to love, which is going to be great for you. So uh, with that being said, I will on. see you. Yeah, we'll have some guests on. I know uh, I know the other guys have some fun stuff planned, so stick with us. I will see you guys in a month. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you guys next time. Take care, everybody. Bye.